The Romantics by Edmund Rostand. Act One, Scene Six. With his grand air he goes, the honest one, and never named a price. As good as done. We will pull down the wall, have one fireside. Winters in Paris, in one house beside. Make all those charming changes we've planned? We'll shape the yews. Whiten the walks with sand. Set out round flower beds, finer than a fiddle, our monograms in posies in the middle. It's too severe and plain, this stretch of grass. We'll liven it up with bowls of colored glass. Buy a new fountain for the goldfish, eh? Yes, with an egg that dances in the spray. We'll have a rookery. Old son, say weather. We've got our wish. Our old age spent together. Thy girl is settled. And thy boy also. Ah, ah my, my old, old Bergamo. Scene 7. Sylvette and Personay enter suddenly from different sides of the wall. Ah! Thy daughter. Ah, thy son. Let's fight. They change the embrace to a clinch. Uh, take that. Villain. Papa. Papa. Let go, you brat. T'was he insulted me. He hit me. Ah. Coward. Pa. Knave. Pa. Liar. Wretch. Papa. They separate the combatants, leading their fathers away. Come in, it's late. This rage, this paroxysm. I foam. The night air and your room. Scene 8. Daylight fades softly. For a moment the stage is empty. Later, in Pascano's park, enter Straffarel and his bravos, musicians, etc. A single star in stars the heavens fair. Day dies. You there. You there. You there. The sacring bell will sound. The hour is near. White glimmering through the dusk. She will appear. I'll whistle. Then, the moon. Could heart expect a fitter setting for a fine effect? The cloaks are excellent. Toss back that cape. That's better. You, on guard and mind your shape. Chair in the shadows. Moors. Good. That will do. Torches keep hidden till you get your cue. Musicians. There, where torchlights cast pink roses, be graceful, pliant, varied in your poses. Mandolin, stand, alto be seated. So, look like the woodland concert of Watteau. First bravo in a mask, what's that? You twist? There, that's much better. Fine. Soft music? Hist. Oh, will you get together? Do me, Ray. Scene nine. Personay enters slowly. As he declaims the following lines, the shadows deepen and the sky grows bright with stars. Father is quiet. I could steal away. Dusk wraps the world. Ghosts dim the elderflower adds subtle sweetness to this magic hour. Music! I tremble like a reed. I grow so faint with delight. She's coming. Amoroso! This evening, my first tryst, Oh, how are to bless. The soft breeze rustles like a silken dress. Gray twilight hides the flowers. Tears fill my eyes. Oh, hidden blooms, your perfumes sweet arise. Tall tree, a star in silver's thy great dome. Whence is this music? Lo, the night has come. 
sweet night is come, dear day you die. The deepening azure of the sky brightens with lamps, serene and high, lit one by one. While in the pools the hylas call, the stars shine out, encircling all, the moon's slim crescent, pale beams fall, I wait alone. O gleams of sapphire, diamond rays, stars, I, your lover, all my days, in ardent twilight sang your praise, lost in a mist. My song has found a new theme now. Sweet whispered words claim all my vow. Short curls bedeck a star-white brow. Silvette keeps tryst. Dear stars of heaven, high astral light, millions on millions, blue and bright, yet shall be put to shame this night at high heaven's bars. She will appear. From your clear skies you suddenly shall see her eyes, and ye yourself your rays despise, my poor dimmed stars. Scene 10. Sylvette appearing at the stroke of the clock. The sacred bell. He waits. A signal is given. Straffarel rushes up to her. Torches appear. Ah! The bravos seize her and bear her swiftly to the sedan chair. To my aid! Just heaven! Personae! Be not afraid. I come. He scrambles over the wall, draws his sword, and clashes with the bravos. Take that! 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 Tremolo! The violins strike up a dramatic tremolo. The bravos flee. Oh, per bacco! This youth fights like the devil! Duel between Personae and Straffarel. Straffarel suddenly puts his hand to his breast. Oh, the fatal blow! He falls. Sylvette! My rescuer! Bergamon's son! My child's deliverer! Take her! Thou hast won! Heaven! Bergamon enters precipitately from his side, followed by servants with torches. Thy son, sir, is a hero. Bless this pair, and pardon me. Sylvette, we're dreaming. Whisper, darling, so lest our own voices bid the dear dream go. Hate dies at Hymen's altar. Love is all. The peace is made. The Pyrenees must fall. Who would have dreamed father could be so changed? I told you so. I knew it would be arranged. While they go up with Pascano, Straffarel lifts himself and hands a paper to Bergamon. This paper signed in this blank space to fill. Uh, what is this, if you please? Sir, it's my bill. He falls back. Act Two, Scene One. The setting is the same. The wall has disappeared. The benches that were set against the wall now are placed on the right hand and the left. The grounds are altered as to details. There are flower beds, summer houses, plaster statues, a rustic table, chairs. As the curtain rises, Pascano, sitting on the bench at the right, reads his gazette. Blaze is raking the flower beds. This evening, sir, the notary comes, you say? A month ago they took the wall away, and you all live together. Time, I vow. Our little lovers must be happy now. It's fine without the wall, eh, Blaze? Superb, sir. Yes. My park has gained cent per cent. Here, here. This grass is damp. It has been watered. It's my rule never to water before sundown, fool. 
"'Twas Mr. Bergaman that gave the order." Ah, uh, our good Bergaman does seem to border on stubbornness. He waters out of reason. Good gardeners water little but in season. Oh, well. Make haste. Set out the potted plants. <laughs> Blaze goes back and begins to carry in the potted plants from the greenhouse. Pascano reads. Bergaman appears. Oh, give a flower the drenching that it wants. Enough is not enough, as some folks think. Thirsty old fellow, come and have a drink. Uh, here's water for you. Dry. I told you. Very. <clears throat> My park has gained. I like this statuary. Seeing Pascano. Good day. <clears throat> Good day. Good day. Well, I attend. We see each other all the time, my friend. Mm, eh? Well? Uh, put those plants back. Blaze, flustered, carries them away precipitately. Pascano raises his eyes to heaven, shrugs his shoulders, and reads. Bergaman walks idly up and down, and at last sits down by Pascano on the bench. Soft as a mouse. At this hour, I would sally from my house. And I from mine, like some marauding stranger. It was amusing. Secrecy. And danger. We stalked the boy and girl as hunters stalked their game before we had a dish of talk. One risked each time he climbed the wall alone. A fall, a bruise, perhaps a broken bone. And yet, our friendly gossip did not fail. We hunted it like Indians on the trail. I'd steal along just where the hedge was thickest. It was amusing. If to crawl was quickest, my breeches at the knees were stained with green. What lies we told, and that their fighting scene. <laughs> Our talk of grudge and hate. It was amusing. Ah, oh, Bergaman. Pascano. Think what we are losing. No. That's funny. We do miss those antics. Can this be the revenge of our romantics? Silence. He looks at Pascano, who reads. Hmm. His waistcoat lacks a button. A reproach to a man's raising. He gets up, walks away, comes back, walks up and down. Pascano, looking at him over the edge of his paper. Like some huge cockroach scuttling about. Coattails like shards, but thicker. He squints when he reads. Looks like a coolie liquor after a butterfly. A trick, whistling to beat the piper. Oh, quit that whistling like a blowing viper. Hmm, motes are apparent in our brother's eyes. Concerning beams, we are not half so wise. You have your ways. I? Yes. You can't sit still. You, you sniffle all the time. It makes me ill. King of colds or sneezing that away. You, you tell one story twenty times a day. But always you sit. It shows a lack of sense, sir, swinging your foot before you like a censer. At the table, you roll breadcrumbs in a ball. It's you who have ways to make a man's flesh crawl. The honeymoon is over. That's the story. You've leisure now to make an inventory. You count my ways, my tricks. Tell all the list. Communal life is a great oculist. My blindness, too, is cured. 
I see your pride, your meanness, your bad manners magnified. A fly is pretty and amusing both, but it becomes a monster in the broth. Ah, I have suspected. Now I see it all. What? The wall flattered you. You too need a wall. Together we can't want to see each other. We have not lived since we've lived together. Oh, well, sir. Very well. But this, our plight, was not done for ourselves, eh? You are right. Just for our children. For our children. Then let's suffer silently, endure like men our common loss. It must not be apparent. Denial is the lot of every parent. Sylvette and Personay appear, walking slowly across the lawn, arms entwined, making lofty gestures. Shh! Here are the lovers. Do you see those poses? They think they're acting out apotheosis. Since their adventure, each upon my soul sees on the other's head an aureole. This is the hour that, copying pose and looks from pilgrim lovers in the picture books, they come each day as punctual as the dial to make the stations of their true love's trial. Sylvette and Personay, who had disappeared for a moment, reappear a little nearer and come down. Here are our pilgrims. If their prattle prove like it has been, twill be worth hearing. Bergman and Pascano slip behind a clump of bushes. Scene two. Love. I love thee. The illustrious spot we near. Right here the deed was done. Aye, it was here. The brute fell heavily transfixed thus. There I, Andromeda. I, Perseus. How many foes oppose thee? Ten. Twice ten. Twenty without the leader of the men. Thou didst correct the fury of that beast. Yes, you are right, I. Thirty men at least. Tell me how, dagger drawn, eyes like the sun, you smote them to the earth, my glorious one. I can't recall the cuts, the thrusts, the guards. I know they tumbled like a pack of cards. Wert thou less fair, I had believed. I tremble remembering it. I saw the Cid himself. We do resemble. Our love lacks but a poem. That should prove thee hero of heroes. <laughs> there shall be one. I love I thee. I love thee. My dream come true. So often I had vowed to wed a hero, noble, reckless, proud, not the safe match of common families. Huh? Girls are always offered things like these. The mild young man for sisterly affection. One older, like a priest. Youth needs direction. Thou wouldst not wed. On this I can depend. The inevitable son of father's friend. No! Hast thou marked to come to lower levels? Our fathers in one mood. And that the devils. <sighs> yes, I know just what has taken place. <sighs> yes, our flights disturb their humdrum pace. I do respect our parents' simple nature, but men of middle class and middle stature, our fame o'ershadows them, indeed quite covers. Yes, just fathers of the immortal lovers. <laughs> My crest is raised too high for men like these. Thy father seems a little ill at ease, like 
Dare I say it? Yes, thy will is regal. Then, like a duck, who's found she hatched an eagle. (laughs) Poor parents, how our love and secrecy made sport of them. (laughs) Yes, destiny marks true love's path, however it meanders. Still, scapins are the servants of Leander's. This evening our betrothal love begins, the contract. I must tell the violins. Be fleet. I fly. I grow so kind of late. My lord, I will conduct you to the gate. They go down, arms interlaced, Sylvette mincing as she walks. We'll equal, I am sure, the greatest lovers. Eternal glory around our romance hovers. Juliet, Romeo, Alda, Roland. Pyramus and Thisbe. Aminta and her shepherd. All like us. All of them. They have disappeared, but one hears their voices among the trees. Francesca of Rimini, thou knowest. Petrarch, Laura. Coming from behind the shrubbery. Well, by Gemini. Scene three. Smarty, thy plan of which thou wast so fond has met thy hopes and maybe gone beyond. We now know how it works, and lackadaisy... Our son and daughter are completely crazy. (laughs) Thy girl does make me fidgety enough. Rape of Lucretia and all that sickening stuff. Thy son, with all that hero talk he serves, is just as racking to a fellow's nerves. Hmm. What makes me fractious is we're represented as dupes and dull old parents who relented. Our voluntary blindness, they are sure, was genuine. Their meetings, quite secure. My feeling may be silly, but it's hearty. Foresaw that too, I reckon, Mr. Smarty. The duel left thy musketeer so flustered, he thinks he's the sole soldier ever mustered. Mustard gets up my nose, but anyway, it doesn't make him smart. I'm going to tell. Delay. Delay's the word. The time for our confessing is after they receive the marriage blessing. Till the last strain of wedding bell and harp, we must be silent, dumb as any carp. So be it. We are caught in our own net, thanks to your famous plan. Don't forget, you praised it. Great plan. Great. (laughs) The fellow grates on me. Scene four. Sylvette enters gaily, a spray of flowers in her hand. With this, she gesticulates and waves to Personae, who has just disappeared. Then she comes down to the two fathers. Greeting, Papa. Greeting, Papa-to-be. Howdy, child. How grumpy. Howdy, child. You seem, what would you call it? I know, riled. It's Pascano who makes... Be calm. I come as peace. As peace, I wave my palm. You two still sulk a bit. That's understood. Of course, you can't behave as old friends should. The irony. Tis true, our earlier state was such... Just think, it was deadly hate. What dreadful things you said. When I recall the words I heard safe sheltered by the wall, the good wise wall, so perfect a defense, you never dreamed of... Not a lick of sense. For every day I came, you know, at last, to meet my personae. The sweet days passed, and you, confess, knew not. I knew a power. Yet we kept tryst at the appointed hour. I hear my lover still that time he said, 
"'Twas just before the event. "'Nay, I will wed most royally, romantically!' "'I heard, and by Our Lady he has kept his word. "'Truly! And you believe that I was led?' "'Tut, I know! A hundred times I've read that always, always, lovers' dreams come true. "'That soon or late, certain parents, such as you, ruled by events in which they have no share, "'give, in the end, their blessing to the pair.' "'Ruled by events? No, no!' Just let me laugh. But we have proved it. If we told you half... What? Nothing. Why, why this mysterious air? Because... Her airs are more than I can bear. When with a word one could... We must keep mum. Nothing to say can easily be dumb. Nothing to say? You think, you silly lass, that what has passed... Has not been brought to pass? Was the park entered by a fast-barred gate? For girls nowadays, do bravos lie in wait? Do I think... What is this? Why, it's enough. Tis time you understood your parents' bluff. I, since the world was on its way set spinning, Twas always blonde perukes that did the winning. Bartholo, while his hate consumed his liver, Must always bow at last to Almaviva. We've triumphed over all the storybooks, and white wigs have outwitted blonde perukes. But... Once upon a time, papas and stories, Cassander, Oregon, Argante, won no glories. You think real life is like your silly rhymes? They don't describe papas of modern times. Duped become dupers, for the world does move. If we had said, you two must fall in love, would you have done it? No. Our wish was hidden. To make you do our will, it was forbidden. But then, you knew, perhaps. You'd best say surely. Our meetings? When you whispered most demurely. The benches? Set expressly for such comers. The duel? Acting. And the bravos? Mummers. My capture? Oh, tis false. False? I'll instruct you. The bill's right here. Twas costly to abduct you. Give it! Straffarel, confidential agent, abduction, to secure betrothal, pageant. Ugh! Eight men in mantles, fifteen francs a cloak. Ugh! Masks! I'm feared it was too soon we spoke. A sedan chair, pink cushioned, moonlight, mist. A new creation? Really, quite a list. She isn't vexed? A clever trick indeed. But so much effort for so little need. Dear sir, do you believe that if I love my personate, tis for the web you wove? She takes it well. You take it mighty well. But still, shall personate? Oh, never tell. Men are so silly. Nothing must be said. Ooh. Plenty of good sense in that little head. And I, who thought, oh, the notaries nearly do. We must make ready. Uh, not cross. Cross? With you? You feel no grudge. Ah, uh, set your mind at rest. Pascano and Bergamon go out. I hate the old thing. Hate him 
and detest. Did he get it?